today i have someone who's doing some incredible work with children and at construction sites sumitra mishra welcome to the show thank you very much ashish sumitra is the executive director of mobile crashes and she is the country director of ipartnerindia.org sumitra tell me a little bit about your early career um <clears throat> how early back you want me to go um whenever you started working um i think in terms of my work uh, i i started quite early when i was still at school mm-hmm. when i was volunteering with old age homes okay. and children's homes uh, but i didn't know back then that this is what i wanted Correct. to do uh, but as i was about to leave school uh, i i it sounds cliche but i just felt that need to work uh, closely with children with disabilities wow, wow. and i started mm. writing around those were the days when you sent postcards mm. and inland letters started Correct. writing around to a few institutes mm. uh, and got some guidance to have patience that i'm not ready yet and uh, so pretty early on i wanted to work with children with disabilities uh, and my family thought that i was a little crazy mm. um so uh, right after school i started actually volunteering in a a uh, special school for uh, okay. children and young people with yeah. disabilities yeah. so that's where i start to define my career okay. that one year of uh, volunteering uh, at that school really established mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. seed in me that this is what i wanted to do okay okay uh but um, i come from a small town mm. a very conservative big bad joint family mm-hmm. and an eldest uh, daughter in mm-hmm. that family uh, so there were a lot of things that i kind of set the Correct. trend Correct. Uh, opened the doors for my younger yeah. uh, siblings so, and cousins mm-hmm. uh, one of the thing was to step out of home mm-hmm. go and stay in a hostel and pursue my college mm-hmm. studies and uh, that was also another defining moment sure. when i kind of uh, gave that assurance to my family including my grandparents mm-hmm. that i'm really ready to go out mm-hmm. and study and i'll take care mm-hmm. of myself and this is the work that i want to do okay. and i think that uh, set things in motion okay. and that's how i started and of course then subsequently i got trained in working with uh, people with disabilities mm-hmm. and worked for almost 15 years with some um, very severely disabled uh, children uh, deaf blind and multisensory impaired children and, and i enjoyed that work i loved okay. it it was i i thrived on that mm-hmm. work uh, and by by the first 5 7 years you know that this is what you want to do and then life took its own course and you know 20 years later i'm still enjoying what i'm wonderful. doing wonderful wonderful so <coughs> you know what made you move to mobile crashes 
मोबाइल क्रशेज एक्चुअली केम एट अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग टाइम इन माई लाइफ यू नो ऑल ऑफ अस गो थ्रू आर मिड लाइफ क्राइसिस एंड अ फ्यू ईयर्स अगो आई वॉज थिंकिंग वेल आई डन दिस वर्क फॉर ट्वेंटी ईयर्स बट वॉट हैव आई गॉट टू शो इन टर्म्स ऑफ लास्टिंग चेंज हैव आई रियली मेड अ डिफरेंस एंड एज यू कीप ग्रोइंग यू कीप मूविंग फार अवे फ्रॉम द फील्ड फ्रॉम रियल कम्युनिटीज ऑफ पीपल दैट यू वॉन्ट टू वर्क विद यू गेट मोर इन्वॉल्व इन द मैनेजरियल एंड द मैनेजमेंट रोल and i had that urge that maybe i have another good 10 15 years to really mm-hmm. put some solid work on the ground uh, what do i need to do and it was around that time that mobile crashes happened in I my see. life okay. and i felt that this was a perfect fit for me to use my experiences of working with some of the very severely disabled children and all the management role that i have done subsequently mm-hmm. to come back and Go back to the ground, Wonderful. and Mobile Crushes is an organization that's very rooted, very grounded. Over the years, have you had any people who have a strong influence on you? And if yes, what have you learned from them? You know, this is a typical question that's asked, and um, I've had the been very fortunate and very blessed through my life mm-hmm. to have many people who've influenced, uh, starting from my mother, uh, as I said in a. big joint family she was my ally to break open some of these doors uh, for me um, and of course various colleagues seniors who influenced me um, throughout and have helped me very generously to grow learn and understand but if i look back i think it's i remember i would remember two very brave mothers of uh, very severely disabled uh, children uh, one uh, woman bhageshri dengle from a village in uh, bhageshri from uh, a village in uh, close to nasik mm-hmm. who had a totally deaf blind boy 10 years old when mm-hmm. i met her uh, who would uh, have a stitch of cloth on him and who would be very violent on himself and everyone around and to go and visit that mother in her house and to see her doing her farm work her cooking her cleaning and getting beaten and bruised by this boy and so much love and patience to handle him to respond to take care of him and uh, the four or five years that i worked closely with uh, her uh, she from that village from the first exposure to someone ready to help her child she grew to become the president of the parents association inspiring other uh, family members so incredible heroism Amazing. there and uh, the second woman if i take very quickly tell you uh, when i was working with the blind school here in delhi uh, and we had a mom who worked as a assistant or as a helper in the unit and her young teenage daughter used to come to the center again blind uh, intellectually impaired uh, severely disabled um, unfortunately one day she was sexually assaulted by a family member who stayed in their house mm-hmm. uh, she came running and we did everything that we could mm-hmm. to help her in terms of health immediate uh, support all of the checkup and treatment and everything mm-hmm. and then a week later she said uh, to me that i want to file an fir mm-hmm. and i want to report this case and ashutosh this was 20 years later i did not have the guts to help her wow i discouraged her that why go through you have so much she went on to file that fir and she went on to win that case wow. and it gives me goose flesh mm-hmm. that 
that's the courage that's where i learned from now, these are women who have so little and yet so much resilience and power in them and i have met so many such people that you know uh, it's humbling wonderful wonderful so let me move on you know 20 years in looking after so many diverse uh, people and giving back your yourself to such an amazing community what would be three words that define you wow <laughs> um courage mm-hmm. no matter what okay. do the right thing um tenacity okay i'm stubborn mm-hmm. i hold on correct i think um kindness mm-hmm. be kind mm-hmm. be gentle mm-hmm. you don't have to push and yeah. be aggressive in getting there yeah I think yeah I think that's I how guess, people I guess, would you know, see I like it. the first two very much but kindness are, it must be quite evident with the kind of work that you do Are you yeah I guess I mean you yes. cannot do this work without empathy, empathy without agree. putting yourself in another person's Correct. place and seeing the Correct. world trying to see the world uh, through their eyes mm. wonderful So my next question to you is on failure and I ask this question from everybody uh one because I want to learn more about failure and second a little selfish I've got a new book that I'm working on on failure and I have a hypothesis which is that Indian parents don't teach children that it's okay to fail that's why everyone says first aana hai sabse aage jao etc etc and that manifests itself in our behavior and yet all of us fail so my question to you is what have been some of your learnings from possibly your mistakes or your failures i think at this stage ashutosh my biggest sense of failure is that i have spent too much time mm-hmm. trying to be successful okay i have uh, uh, been too hard on myself defining success for myself and in the process uh, setting sometimes unreasonable expectations both from myself but also transmitting that to people around me whether it's family or my young colleagues around me and uh, i did say kindness to yeah. you earlier but i don't think it's a very kind thing to do to have those standards and keep pushing towards that uh, i think i sometimes i confuse my role as a leader and then to step back and say just relax it's okay to fail uh, handling that failure has been my biggest failure amazing thank you for such an honest answer next question to is uh, you know uh, on work life balance you know the kind of work that you are doing must be taking a lot out of you how do you manage your work life balance i don't okay I don't You're have, working all the time. I don't have a work life balance. I am a bad example for work life balance. Uh, as I just mentioned, I drive myself too hard. Yeah. And I realize that that's not the way to look at the world more holistically being more grounded. Okay. And but uh, this uh, also I want to mention that uh, sometimes as a woman uh, you have to just do a bit more a Correct. little harder Correct. to establish yourself and to prove yourself and i have taken that too far i don't have a work life balance okay okay 
So that is a great segue to my next question, which will be my last question to you. And that is on gender balance. Uh, you'd mentioned the women have to work much harder. And I, I always believed, uh, and I worked with, you know, in Guardian, I had 30% of our workforce were women. And I always said women are far better, or women have far better work ethics than any of my other male colleagues. A lot of talk is going on on gender balance and how important it is. You have broken the glass ceiling. You're running a big outfit. Uh, what are your thoughts on gender balance? And how can we uh, increase uh, the, the implementation of more women at work? Um, I, of course, I mean, there's, it's a you know, no-brainer that we need more women Correct. at work and we need more women uh, in leadership positions. Uh, but my feeling is that we can't begin by working on gender balance at work and mm -hmm. hoping that we have more women at work unless we start from the very start. Mm -hmm. uh, look at our uh, female feticide rates. Mm -hmm. Look at our dropout rates Correct. of girls falling out of school. Uh, look at our higher education, college enrollment rates of girls. Mm -hmm. uh, unless we create a pipeline of women, Correct. girls, yeah. across every sector. We can't hope to have women at work. Mm. Uh, and therefore, it's important to dismantle this whole patriarchal thing mm. about uh, women having a certain place in society, yep. start from some of those structural Correct. things, but also create an environment that enables more women we have to see more women in buses. We have to see more women yeah. in public places. We have to see more women out on the streets mm. out at nights. We have to have women out and that will gradually push more and more women Correct. to the work and Correct. to leadership roles and to growing and you know leading things from the front. I agree, I agree with you. So Sumitra, thank you very much. It's been an absolute honor and a pleasure to have you here and I'm sure I'll keep seeing mobile pressures grow from strength to strength. Thank Good you luck. very much Ashutosh. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Brand Called You, and never miss any update. For feedback, reach us on at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to more podcasts by The Brand Called You, log on to www.htsmartcast.com or suno nai nazari essay. This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast.